What up, y'all? This is Keith Cooper of Blurtish. Uh, Mark is still on holiday. Uh, shout out to Mark. He's doing Mark things. He'll be back eventually, maybe after Loki or when we have some other guests. But, you know, just shout out to Mark, different things. Uh, also, shout out to other people. Everybody who, if you met me during Mississippi Comic Con, I appreciate you. I love you. Great to catch up with friends. You know, after a year of missing it, I never really try to miss the Jackson Comic Con. Uh, well, excuse me, Mississippi Comic Con, but it's in Jackson. Love my people out there. Uh, shout out to Rachel, even DJ Young Venom. He's a grump, but I go shop with him. But <laughs> you know, shout out to you know Decca Jones to. Uh, other people today, new co-host on the Geek the Podcast, and man, just shout out to the Bear and the Beard, man. They uh two wonderful cats who really just bring the energy. And shout out to Geeky Vengeance, uh, just meeting these folks that just you know really bring you back into podcasting. You see, when you have met podcasters, you have influence, and they tell you that man, it makes this job much much more fun. And I just want to say thank y'all. I'm going to have a review maybe with Gamma Ray, uh, Rachel, uh, coming up later this week. And hopefully maybe I get some recap, uh, you know, out of uh, the bear and the beard. So I just want to say thank y'all and thank you to everybody who came by the table. Y'all made it a, a smashing success. I can't say it any stronger than that. Y'all made it fun. Y'all really have just really made this halfway point of the year that better. And, uh, you know, and, and, and thank y'all for helping me. That helped me celebrate the five-year anniversary. Like, June, oh, my God. Every, just, I'm just, like, I know I haven't started the, the whole, I haven't even introduced gifts. Say hello. Yeah. Hey, man, <laughs> yo, get your flowers. Flower yourself. But, you know, just shout out to the homie Mark for being there for five years. Doing that, like, June, we celebrate. We always take June, as y'all heard, and we just take the whole month. I've done Two cons, a pool party, hung out with cosplayers, did top golf, all this other stuff, birthday stuff, just had fun from birthdays to celebrating. And I mean, like I say, my birthday's in June, uh, turned 40, you know, reached the 40 club. Big congrats. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Uh, Mark's birthday's in, in, in June. Mike T, the owner of Barbersh of the barbershop we record out of Uppercuts, his birthday's in June. The broadcast anniversary in June. And a lot of other dope people uh, who we know in circles are just in June. So June means a lot to us. Uh, and we always end the month going to the Mississippi Comic Con. And that's just a part of it. And uh, you know, a couple other dope things. Did the Indie Comics Dispatch. Shout out to you all. Uh, did an article with them. That's up, you know, a very or a little more deep and intense one that uh, that we did. So you can check them out on their website. Get a look at it. And I got one coming up with 225 Magazine. Hopefully, uh, <laughs> I'm still waiting on a photographer. But the article is uh is being written, but I gotta get them the picture. So hopefully tomorrow we get that straight and you'll see me in the August edition. So 225 magazine, if you're listening, thank you for that. Uh appreciate it. And uh, you know, that's where we're at, man. This is this is how the half half part of the year is going. I'm I mean, 40. look, that's that's one heck of a way to be able to uh 
to be able to enjoy a month, so much to be able to celebrate within it that are so key to the development and growth that you guys have been having. Hey, man, and also the most important member of the team is the wife. Can't do it without her. You know, I know I don't mention my wife a lot on here somewhat, tongue-in-cheek, but at the same time, I cannot <laughs> do what I do without my wife. And not show love to that queen. Yeah, man. God got it. Like, you know, she she allows me to go do these things, help with our child when you know, maybe she gotta take off or like she took off of that. So for Jackson. So it was worth it. Just wanna say shout out to my wife. Thank you for all that you so with that said, here with the homie gift, he's back again. Told you he's gonna be here for all of the Loki foolishness. We're doing this full Loki life here. <laughs> Today, we're going to do episode three and four. So we're a little behind on three. So we're not going to go too much because you people out there in Marvel world and, you know, and everything else world have already seen four. We ain't going to pretend that you're stupid and that you're behind. Not that if you're behind, you're stupid, but you know. <laughs> now, now I'll, I'll give it to them. You're dumb if you're behind. All right. Like, this is excessive. Wow. Like, jump on the train already. Hey man, look, I didn't bought look, I done bummed one Disney Plus uh account from, from one friend and then their account got stolen. I bummed another one. I was like, there I go. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot stop now. Thank you. I blame Mephisto. I'm I we're never going to blame Mephisto because that person does not exist. Yes. Yes. Yeah, he, he won't exist in China. <laughs> that person will probably be called Nightmare at best. Let's not <laughs> let's not rehash these these things. It so, all comes back together. You uh, know? This is, <laughs> this is not Twin Peaks. We're close, but it's not Twin Peaks, all right? That we're not going in the red room. You know, I'm not myself. I'm going through the eighties again, but still. <laughs> Loki episode three, man. Uh, let's just, we're going to try to smooth this out a little bit. So we ain't going to, hopefully not, we're not going to turn this into a two hour event. Gif. <laughs> you know, we say this, but you know, do, do we need to keep denying the truth? Do we need to keep denying what will be? <laughs> uh, yes. Yes, we need to. But <laughs> so three, man. Yo. Y'all know what happened. Y'all, you know, it was on a train, uh. This was this was a story. This was the story of of Sylvie. You know, we got to know who Sylvie was a lot deeper, and and, and the impact of uh, and, and what the variation of the Lokis are, and the under better understanding of what the uh, the uh, the TVA is, and the fact that the people aren't just created to be part of the TVA, but they're all just variants in themselves. Yeah, it's, it's wild. Uh... I really enjoyed. I people. I don't know why people always feel the need to be like it. Just felt like a filler episode. I kept seeing that on. Really? Because it felt kind of necessary to actually get character development. Is people don't understand what either people don't care about character development, and it's really crazy because it's coming from people who write comic books, mm. and yeah. I don't know what the hell they're talking about. Like, you got a new character. This is the motivation. This is her development. And now you're going forth with the main person. Right. And it's actually kind of smart. And I noticed Marvel doing these things. I guess I hate to say smart. It's like other than Wanda, 
because it was all Wanda all the time. Wanda, Wanda, Wanda. But with the other shows, everybody else is kind of becoming more of an ensemble piece. So yeah. I'm not. I thought I was gonna be Loki'd out. I'm not Loki'd out. Like Dude, I'm not gonna lie. It just, it, to be it's even episode three made me start to get really interested in the Lokis more, and obviously episode four took it to the next level. But I was actually appreciating the variation that we were getting from it, especially like knowing that these Lokis all. I mean, we knew that they had different powers, but even their storylines, and particularly with Sylvie, her storyline becomes more interesting, which I guess we, we get to expand on on four, but it was kind of, it, it, you're right, like, you're not getting tired of the Lokis. It's not, even our Loki, he's not as repetitive. It, it's not like he's hitting the same beat. He might be doing similar things, but it doesn't feel like he's he's drumming to the same beat each time where you're just like, yeah, okay, I get it. Loki sarcastic, and Loki lies, and Loki, but it's not that. He's learning, like, you know, he, he tries, but it's like, he's like, look, one thing you kind of like about him is that he realizes when he might be in over his head or he needs to get ahead of the problem. Like, he don't like playing catch-up. Right. Like, I'll, I'll be a super villain later. Right now, I got to live. <laughs> like, <laughs> like you said, Loki's <laughs> what, what do Lokis do best? They survive. Look, like, he... Like he's like, all right, I'm kind of a god, but let's not worry about that right now. Like, I got to figure out this apocalypse crap, right? Where I'm at, where I'm going, and he's not a step ahead. Like Loki's usually, you know, a couple of steps ahead or you know on par. Like, but he's 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 going through it, man. Right. You know. So it was just it was just interesting, just even them getting to know each other because once they even got inside the TVA, um. Like it was just, I don't know. You, you, Loki really does. I don't know. His whole levels of emotions are, are, are become are very odd. Like how he's developing them and, and learning them more. Like how he saved Sylvie, which took me a second to realize that he had he had opened. I thought someone random had opened up the portal, but that he had opened it up himself uh, to save them out of there. So he so. He opened that portal. Are you saying he opened that portal? Yeah, he took the he took the portal from Sylvie's hand whenever she got had him, and then sent him to random wherever wherever. Oh, so yeah. I thought I thought she did it, but no, yeah, that's right. He did do it. He did do it. And I ain't gonna lie, I like Lamentus. You know, first of all, just for style points, like if you're into just the how far out their stories and mm-hmm. all that. Like the whole color vibe of Lamentus, it looked like how it sounded. It looked lamenting, just looked down, sweetly sad. Yeah, like, oh, I love that. That's a perfect description. Sweetly sad, like it was, purple overshadow, but like it was also hauntingly beautiful. It was very hauntingly beautiful. Like you're going to die, but you're gonna be like a a masterpiece of death. <laughs> like. Yes! I don't know, like, and and like everything about it from the whole sci-fi western views to the you even got a little cyberpunk city scene. You got the you got it was Snowpiercer without yeah. the snow. Oh, 
Dude, it, it, it was a little snow piercer. It was a little Blade Runner. Like, man, they are like doing everything. <laughs> like, if they like, if they say if it's sci-fi, you are going to, we're going to touch upon it. Facts. And... No, the, you know, you, you, you know, Feige was like, look, you know, we've been doing every show as a different genre. Why not we change it and do a show that does every genre? <laughs> like, yeah, time, time, travel, wink, wink. This is gonna be the sci-fi, every, everything. <laughs> it's like he's just gonna do it. We're just going to kill it. Right. And I mean, um, you know, maybe some people say too much, but it felt like it fit. And uh, favorite part was uh, Lo- both of the Loki's getting shocked wave out that woman's door. Oh, uh, that was that hilarious! Was- oh my god! Oh. Especially when Loki was trying to mimic her husband. Whatever his name is, never said a nice thing like that in his whole marriage. You knew it was coming when he said something. He's like, I know it's coming. Right. And I just like how she, and like for all you Mephisto nuts, she was like, you devils, get off my property. (laughs) I'm telling you, they're just trolling us at this point. They knew what they were doing in the writing. They were just like, we're going to make the Mephisto point as much as possible. I just, do you really think there's somebody in the room like, all right, let's slip it in there? Yes. His name is Kevin <laughs> Feige. <laughs> we got to say devils. We're going to do that. You horn freaks. <laughs> uh, and I mean, I don't know. I don't know why people felt it was fillery. I mean, I kind of liked it. I just like Joyce. Man, I like the silly ride. Like, right. I, and I'm and I can be a very serious cat, but it's like you don't know where this is kind of going. Cause nice. I know it's such a, a much mashup of all of his recent stories, somewhat. So you don't kind of know where it's going to a point, but you know where it kind of gotta be. That right. makes sense. So yeah, I kinda I mean, like being stupid on the train and getting drunk and it's just like, look, whatever. Like, you know. I mean, it showed that he was capable of getting drunk in the first place. That was yeah. always I guess, you know, some superheroes can't get drunk, but it's like, yeah, I can get drunk and I'm going to have fun. I'm going right. to ask for another. <laughs> but yeah, you know, it, it was, and, and that's the thing. I think that's why people feel like it's filler. Again, it goes back to, it, it was character development, but this was ironically one of the most action-packed episodes as well, too. Like, the one-shots of them fighting uh, and, and trying to get to the ship was about as action-packed as anything has been on this Loki show. Um, I, I really enjoyed it because it I goes too. starting off, hating each other guts, avoiding imminent destruction, and it's like you still see that play. Like, First of all, shout-out to the actress because she really embodies a female Loki. Like, yeah. There's enough of a difference, but there's enough of a similarity that she's still cunning and crafty with her, you know, her ability and you can see how Loki really wanted to learn that ability. He's right. Trying to pull it, you know, pull it out. I don't know if he'll ever get that ability because I, I, I feel like he's got the abilities that he has and that's it's basically just strengthening those because, again, it's the every Loki brings something just a little bit different while bringing something that's exactly the same. And ultimately she is so far, like this, it's not all the way clear, but she is like a mashup of as pretty much, 
of the second enchantress was kind of like a Loki, a daughter of Loki. Right. Loki. So, you know, just make her like a Loki variant. So I know folks want this exact thing. You're probably not going to get the exact. And you, as you never have at any point in time, there's never been the exact when it comes to the MCU movies. It's always either a combination or a, a, a similar version with a twist. And let's face it, in this in this in this universe, I don't think we're gonna too much worry about if Loki got daughters and sons out there. Right. Let's assume he ain't got none. Right. <laughs> like right. I think they're going to really worry about that because then you know, you know, but they did slip in. I we're gonna I'm gonna slip this in real quick, but they did talk about, you know, their their love life and you know, y'all know the news now. You know, I mean, they're bi. Like they're they're they're, they're, they're what's the word? They are not Metro. They or, are uh, or the pan sexuals? No. Something. Yeah. Pan? I don't well, you know what? If y'all go into the history, does the storybooks of Loki he, he, he's everything. But right. uh, <laughs> so, the, the man the man's chaos, but he's like the god of pleasure as well, too. So we ain't gonna go far into that. But that was kind of a... Uh, you know, if you're gonna do it with one character, I could see it with Loki easily. Like, I mean, it, it would be the most natural one because of the fact that it he is so random, like it, <laughs> maybe unpredictable or predictably unpredictable. But just further than that, like it's just funny, like how I like how they started to work together towards the end of Lamentus. After getting kicked off the train and he destroyed the tempad, that was hilarious how the tempad was destroyed. Like, <laughs> you know, I guess like that's kind of the, the terrible thing where if you're like, a, you know, indestructible or close to nigh indestructible being, but everything on you isn't, right? <laughs> like, oh, I can roll down the hill a bunch of rocks, but oh yeah, that thing I needed is uh, destroyed. Right. <laughs> makes sense. It just makes sense. Like, that kind of would have that would happen in real life, right? Though it does make me question if he actually has a pocket dimension because he said he had kept the, the 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 pad in a pocket dimension that he makes, but it also got broken. So leads me to believe like it's not really a. Not I really say a this for a pocket. Just, I think he has to focus it because if he's getting his butt kicked and thrown out of a train, maybe it, you know. Ah, uh, that's true. So, like you can't you if you if you're getting touched, then everything else is probably getting touched. Now he probably has some type of pocket dimension, but I think you just hey you just can't get knocked in the head, right? <laughs> and, not, and be able to do it. It's like oh yeah, I won't lose it, but it's like oh yeah, it materialized. <laughs> like, right. <laughs> so I just I mean them just discussing the whole thing with Lamentus getting on the train, you know. And I guess a little bit more thoughts on three is that it shows you that rich people who abuse their power suck no matter no matter the time, dimension, right. planet, or no, whatever. For, for what it's worth in this one, it, it clearly all everybody died. Like yes. because that was the way that was supposed to go. Like the arc gets destroyed what they saw, but everybody dies. So it also stands to the factor of like no matter how wealthy you are, you might get ahead in life in so many things. Ultimately, you come back to the same ending. 
Now, I admit, I got to rewatch it again. It still wasn't clear. Like, I guess you saw them look up and it blow up, but they didn't really. It just like everybody stopped. No, like, so the concept was the train that everybody was trying to get onto was to get to that arc, which was to be able to leave the planet. But, and, but uh, Sylvie knew that nobody leaves the planet for Lamentus because obviously it's an apocalyptic haven. So um, they were like, that's why they were like, well, maybe we can go to the Ark, and even though nobody else lives, we can steal the Ark and find our way. But you know, history history ended up playing itself, and they got got effed up by the broken moon and completely yeah. destroyed. So, because I ain't gonna lie, I gotta relook at it again. I kind of did, but it was like music video esque. Yeah, where they, like the way the shot tracked, and it just kind of like was. It was a single shot thing where it just kind of moved and rotated with them, and then it just stopped. But you know, like it was like, okay, yeah, this is effed up. Like they don't even have the ability to get mad right now. They just like, I'm done. Like, right. It's just, right. It's over. All options off the table. And that leads us right into episode four. See, I told y'all, y'all, we go, we go move smooth with this one. Because we got got to hang around four a little bit longer. <laughs> yes, this one we got to see because this one I think is. So I'll say this: It's two parts. One clearly the one the most important episode up to date, and two, this is the episode that finally caught me because not that I didn't like Loki up to this point, I just was not. I was. It was like, yeah, like I liked it. I liked it a lot, but it wasn't. It hasn't hit that zeitgeist yet. Right. It's about to hit that that wild part of it where the Marvel movies about to start. Exactly, and I think episode <laughs> like, four okay. is exactly when it started because it it opened up so many, it answered so many questions and opened up so many questions simultaneously. Like because the way it started off again, again, shout out to just whatever they did with Lamentus. I mean, Sylvie was spent; like she was done. It was like still sweetly beautiful, sweetly haunting, and then that sweetly sad, just. Where they were waiting for their doom, right? Where giant, let that moon like, crash through. It's all orange and purple. It's all these beautiful colors, but it's like you're about to die. They just like sat there, but they were so loving teeth. Like it was. It's. I got my theory. Well, I think I agree with Mobius, and we'll get to that. But it just starts to show that okay, that they actually kind of care for each other and whatever yeah. or it's like they're the, I'm gonna you disagree I alone. disagree with Mobius but I do agree that, that you're right that they care. But I, I, I say that they care at least as like I'm not alone in this world. At right. Least. Exactly. Exactly. Which was basically the theme of episode four. Yeah like I'm I'm you know this has been a long ride like at least say and so it was like, well, you know what? I lived in apocalypses. I'm gonna die in one, but hey, I'm with somebody. somebody. I care about. Yeah, somebody, right. somebody who knows me as well. But the TVA, but when they, for whatever reason, they're holding hands, and I guess the sparks that may have flew off got them found. So, right. Strangely enough, by them caring, saved them. Right, though it does lead to the question then if a variant, if you can create a nexus point like that, like what for Lamentus, it's like what was the nexus point that would have been created from that? 
Like, not the Nexus point, but what's the Nexus branch that would have been created from them finding each other, finding solace in each other? Because it's on an apocalyptic world. So, an apocalyptic world is Loki proved can't be changed, like what he did with Pompeii. But clearly, a Nexus was developed. So it's like, what what would have happened? Was their bond set to protect them from uh, the the planet destroying or something like that? I, like so, but I think it has something to do with maybe more so Sylvie. Mm-hmm. He's been creating all these Nexus points. She's just like born into a Nexus point or something. I don't know. We're gonna find out in episode five a little bit more. But lead it up into it. The TVA bring them back. Uh, they're you know. Get interrogated. The Mo- Mobius is just pissed off. Mo- Mobius is sick of Loki. Throws him in a time loop hell with Sif just slapping the hell out of him. Right. Zone in. Nice and, and again, reiterating the you're always going to be alone, the fear of every Loki. Yep. And it's just we find out more about the TVA. Dang, right? Everybody knew this. Like these, you can't feel sorry for the minute man could her. Well, you kind of feel sorry for them because newsflash, y'all, they're all variants. Which, you know, this one leads into it because they started it, which is why I love the way that they started the episode. And I mean, we've seen it already before, but it really leads into the concept of when you're creating these Nexus branches and you're destroying them, like, and I think I talked about it last time, like, you're destroying real lives. Like, you're you're legitimately destroying true lives in this whole thing. So there's this world that got created that is supposed to be basically subdued uh, um, because they're a, a, an illegal variant uh, Nexus branch. But it's, it 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 asks so many questions with no answers, like that we're probably not going to get. Like, why is this? Like is, I guess is it bad to prune this uh sacred timeline? Do we need a sacred timeline? Well, I think that's where the big bad comes around in this. My theory in this, and I think this episode really actually helped foretell it, was that the concept because they, they said it at the beginning, the idea for the sacred timeline wasn't because there was a sacred timeline. It was because there were so many random chaos events that were happening and a war occurred. So. They're clearly like, what do you do whenever you, if you're the, if you're the winners of a war and you want to make sure that nobody uprises, you suppress the, you suppress your opposition. You you pull Rome on the Jewish, or you pull a uh, 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 U.S. on Iraq and or Russia on Afghanistan. Like you 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 try and and put your foot down on the dominant party. Ultimately. And, I guess I wrestle with the idea that I can see, like, I don't think it's a lie that the sacred, that, that there must be a clean timeline somewhat. It can't just be massive chaos, even though I guess the universe is somewhat, some ways, in some beliefs, is chaos. But you have a deity over it to control it, like, and even if, if there is one or not, but ultimately, if time can just flow out of the whack. You may want it to be that way, but maybe you don't like the way they're doing it. And clearly, they're still into the people who are die, who have died, 
or they just pull them out and they just make them immortal slaves. Right. Well, quote quote immortal. Uh, you know, maybe just long aging, but 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 still. But I, I think that's the thing. I, I think that's I think that's I, again. I, I don't know, but I think that's part of why the Loki's are so important. Because of exactly what they are, survivalists, chaos providers, and mischief. And what was it that Mobius said? Was it Mobius or was it Sylvia? I think it was Mobius said that the world, the, the universe needs chaos. to be. It wants to create chaos. And I think that's what the inherent need of the, the Lokis are. They are to create chaos so that you do create these branches because you need to have those branches. It's not the job to be able to control time. You're always going to have a time prime, which is what we get as a sacred timeline. But I think those separate branches uh, are being feared of occurring, but I think that they are super necessary. Like, you get a Sylvie, like, you need that replicant variation of of a Loki, of a, you know, Asgard world that Loki and Thor, as we know them, did not exist in. And it's just like I can't wait to find out what she did, other than be born to become all this problem of a nexus problem. And uh, now we know that maybe we don't quite know, but but my friend, my my um, TV crush, mm-hmm. po po Gugu, man, why she got to be evil, bro? Good, why, she's too, why, why she's too pretty. Why, like now, there's there's a theory that maybe she's like pulling a fast one and helping out because we'll get to that. But maybe but the, on about it, but I don't know. Like if Morpheus don't pop back up, I'll just say right. This. So that that's that's my thought. Like with the, I, I'm not gonna lie. I I both saw and did not see Mobius getting taken out like he was. Like well, I, I thought didn't... because you know. Oh, it was too much good happening. I didn't think she would just do it like that. I thought they might like beat him up or like do the old police thing. Like in newsflash, like basically when Mobius the case was wrapped, it happened too smooth. And then Ravana lied about C20. Like C20 is probably dead. Yeah. But but because of Sylvie's breaking her mind, right? Brought her mind back and she realized, like, hey, I existed. I wasn't born into the TVA. I was a human being born in 1979 and I was drinking margaritas in the nineties. Right. You know, like, you know, so I was an adult then or nineties, two thousands and blah, blah, blah. And Sylvie can't put memories there. So she can only manipulate what's already existing. So that was proven to be true. Like, like, what is this? So that's why she loved Margarita. So basically, if there's something that's probably, like, imprinted in your mind strong, if you watched Inception, you know, it's probably that one memory that just sticks in there that's something that you wanted Why Mobius likes a jet ski. Right. About him. Or there's whatever B, Hunter B-52, she was happy for whatever reason. For whatever, right. You know, and, and it just, she needed that. You know, so... You know, the main characters have now in episode four with uh what we got two episodes left, right? Right. So the table set, everybody hates the TVA. The TVA sucks. Or at but, least they're uh, suspicious of the TVA. 
Like, the people who work there don't know what the hell is going on. Right. Which leads us to this. After Ravana and Mo, after the case is so-called closed with the Lokis, they're having a drink. Mobius is still, like, picking her mind, trying to be like, why did you not let me see, you know, talk to C-20? He's like, oh, yeah, mm-hmm. she's gone, blah, blah, blah. And they're playing cat and mouse with each other. Like, you know, Ravana is basically telling her, and so and he, she's already told him, like, dude, I kind of like you, Mobius. You're my friend. You need to drop this. Now, she right. didn't say anything like that, but she did say, hey, I'm trying to protect you. <laughs> that's the thing. Like, this, so, is, this is where you get that, like, what kind of guard? Because we also found out that Ravona, Ravona is the reason why Sylvie exists in the first place, even escaped. So... <laughs> We also need to find out, like, what it is that Ravona is actually is she protection? Like you said, is she helping? I know she's not the big bad. I think I don't. Oh, no. I, I know I've seen some people say that she they think that she's the one. And it's like no, she's she's not the one. I mean, the fact that Kang exists, he may never pop up in this series yet. I don't even know yeah. anymore because after what they did with the the timekeepers, it's the most Kang component that can it, be. It, it, Yes, but will he pop up? I don't right. think so. I think, if anything, it'll be a mention of Kane. But yes, you know, after, you know, leading to that, Mobius is tries to pull a switcheroo. He finds out the truth about C20. Right. And he breaks out. He, are we going to say he breaks out Loki? But, well, yeah, he actually does break out Loki, and they're trying to talk and walk. Right. And, he thinks he's still a part of the team, but they was already waiting on him. Yeah, uh, I mean, he switched out the uh, the the module with uh, with Go- with uh, Ravona Gugu. So, I mean, I guess you take it, which is also weird because you think, considering the tech level of technology they had, that they would make those things hardwired to your DNA. Maybe it's the aesthetics. <laughs> it was like, all right, we can do all this, but we can't do that. Like, right. that's actually pretty much. Which is funny because they can make, uh, you know, paperweights of the, of the Infinity Stone. So, who's to say? You know, nice. one day they're they're super god level tech. Other second, they're getting beat up by random variants and other crap. <laughs> but yeah, if the glow sticks touch you, they send you to either hell or to some alternate dimension or something. But you know, right now, as we know, Mobius is gone. Right. <laughs> that, that Mobius is gone, and then one version of Loki, which we come to understand, requires the Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints to be able to perform it. <laughs> so, you know, they go see the timekeepers, and timekeepers, you know, it's a whole Wizard of Oz act. And, I mean, they look creepy. I mean, yeah. they, look, they look like puppets. <laughs> It looked like the it looked like giant puppets from like Showbiz Pizza, <laughs> and which they were, big sh- a whole smoking mirrors, which people kept saying, "Oh, expect the Wizard of Oz type of uh, you know, behind the curtains pull." The only problem though, you got somebody laughing at you after the curtain reveal of that these things don't exist. Nothing happens. Let them just they just. There's nothing else in the room. Right. So, it just falls. Everything that falls. There's no hidden door, no 
golden reveal of a next entrance is just the room, which then makes you go again, like how much was Ravona a part of this? Because But my thing is this if Ravona is such the big bad, do you honestly think there's no big bads in Marvel where it's just No. That was too easy. That was too no, easy. Exactly. That's why I said she's not a big bat. She's a sidekick. She might be a high level sidekick, but she's a lieutenant. She's not like, a big bag at all. Clearly, whoever is running the show wants this. This is maybe one of those things where I hate to say it's supposed to happen. Right. Because there's something with whatever the hell is up with Sylvie, and maybe they keep, you know, doubting the other Loki, like, all right, he's just kind of random, but we right. got to do something with her. So I think she is the key to all of this. And I'm going to make a prediction. Okay. You know, we're, I think we're about to get uh, an Agatha all along moment. I think it's going to be another Loki that is over the TVA already that works for Kane. Or that Kang is allowing this to happen because Kang don't want to show up per se, or you know, him. I mean, <laughs> I can see it, but I don't. I wouldn't buy it because, again, I think that the reason, especially like with a Sylvie, like one of the reasons why she exists or why she was so dangerous is because she's able to reveal the variants. You know, I think the reason why each Loki is important is because of the fact of what they can do to dismantle the system. So I don't I don't think that there is a Loki behind it because I think the purpose of the Loki is to dismantle systems. So like, you think basically a Loki would not worry about keeping the system up. He would have destroyed it a long time ago. Yeah, it's almost like um it's almost like uh remember when uh Agent Agent Smith from The Matrix and it was like, I can only do what my purpose is. Like, a Loki doesn't know what their purpose is. They just exist. They're almost, they're not a nexus point. They're just a survival point. So there's, they're always everywhere. But they, their whole being is about chaos. And again, in a world, in a universe that wants to create chaos, it needs an incendiary device to do okay. it. So Which is why they can't ever really win but they always survive. They always find a way to shift things up a little bit. Let me throw out this theory, Ken. There's another theory that's brewing out there. Miss mm. Minutes is somehow the big bad. Miss who? Miss Minutes, the cartoon. I think she's definitely a part of it. Um, so we know that now we know she is a low, she is her old thinking AI right. to some degree and can jump in and out of reality and Electronics. She is the most advanced thing there. Right. Right. I don't think she's the big bad though, but I do think that she's the voice for the big bad. I think she might be the, the final step before him, but like I don't think she's the one that's control well, I think she's controlling the TBA, but she's not yeah, she's not the chief. She's or, not the chief. Or do you think it's gonna be another switcheroo where the time map keepers actually exist and they just created that room to throw you off. I actually don't think the timekeepers exist. I, I think again, I feel like this is uh this what the TVA is basically the creation of an oppressive regime meant to subdue outside subjects from ever rebelling against them. Because again, 
the concept from the beginning was there was a war. And then the TVA, the time, the time uh, keepers created the, you know, this whole system to prevent that from going on. So, in fact, I think people already tried to go against what the TVA was at one point instead of it being a place where, you know, they kept people, kept timelines in check and made sure everything was smooth without destroying it. It became we don't want any enemies coming into our world. And so we're going to destroy every branch timeline that could possibly know something. And now we're doing it. So I think it's just oppressive regime that works like a benevolent leader. I mean, it's just, damn you, Feige. Like, we out here doing <laughs> level mind pulls about time travel and what it could be. Because the simple fact of, the timekeepers, y'all, actually exist in the comics. They are a thing. But yeah. by getting rid of them in this is to probably get rid of, all right, we don't need these space gods. We got other space gods we got to care about. Right. So let's get rid of, let's just downplay all this crap. And then, because eventually this is all going to lead through Eternals. It's going to lead through other stuff. Right. Um, you know, and it's going to lead through Doctor Strange. So... I guess they're like, all right, time, space lizards who control time, maybe it's not necessary yet. Right. I, and, and even to think about it, it, it does seem like it would be an overkill. Now, they still could do it, but I can understand them being like, look, we're, like you said, we, we, we've we already announced the Celestials. We already have the Eternals. Like, we got the, we, we're aware of the Titans. So there's, there's elements to be able to pull off the, um, the the Wizard of Oz kind of reveal thing, and obviously what they did with the robots were were pretty ingenious. Because I mean, even whenever that happened, I was like, man, that's really easy. Like, why would the timekeepers just be randomly sitting in a room, not really doing anything, because they they, they never were meant to exist. But I, I really am strongly on that early story that it's chaos of the worlds. Uh, but the chaos was just that everybody wanted justice against this oppressive TVA. And, you know, TVA ended up winning because they just had more resources. So now far off level thinking, it could be the Chaos King, which is an entity that just, lo- you know, that literally works like a super Loki or something that just loves mm. I don't know. I don't know if they could get that f- you know, with two episodes left, that's that's probably that's a big me. one. That's but. too chaos because Chaos King is his own is like is the fear itself arc. If they ever wanted to do that, which they might not, or they might it's, take it. From. It's a little bit more more abstract than they usually like to when it comes to down to earth variations of it, but it's very I mean, possible. Even though Chaos is technically like. He's, of course, another, you could say, space guy, but he's kind of more like Mephisto in a way. Right. That, you know, space and time don't really matter. Like, right. you can get to you where you're at somewhat is more like, a basically like a ghost in so many ways. So, you know, space is just an easy answer. Like, oh, that's where he came from. But, yeah, right. he's, like, you know, everywhere if he needs to be. You know, so kind of like the Shadow King works, too. So, that's where we're like we're getting too ten toes deep into the the lore of the the non physical 
Marvel villains that just kind of pop up. So let me really re- let's rewind the tape back. Right. <laughs> let me you really know. sink this in. And I mean, they also mentioned, I, I got to go back and look, but I was seeing the memes that they mentioned the vampires too. So we get that blade in the, um, um, oh, yeah. Craven, not Craven. Uh, what the heck is that guy who Somehow. got traded into a bank, a bat? Uh, forgot his, not, his name. Uh, they, boy, I, doesn't matter. From that little tidbit, like, I mean, and I don't know why we're acting like, you know, we don't know, but of course vampires is because they're already making the pro- Like, we right. know these things, but it's like, yes, Blade exists, therefore vampires exist, and that if they can uh, do celestials or whoever they said they can attack, they, they've been able to, you know, arrest. They basically mention everybody, but, you know, the other M-word. <laughs> oh, my God. When people, oh my God, some of these people, when you, including yourself, when they bitch your mutants, it's gonna just be like a oh. whole. Oh, no, no. First, I'll tell you exactly what happened. First, there's the gasp. Then there's the collapsing of the knees. Then there's the sobbing and pure, unadulterated happiness in a ball in the fetal position. And then there's yelling it on on Twitter and Instagram and people Facebook. Have a orgasmic party damn near over right where like it's just gonna be like a love fest when y'all finally get them right i mean look i feel like the fantastic four are gonna be the testing ground for how we're gonna act whenever the mutants really truly enter in sometime after the eternals because you know the eternals are gonna do some shit i don't know man like is we we this is like we kind of had some answers in in one division. We had a little. We it was easier to figure out, kind of, sorta, in Falcon and Winter Soldier. I mean, right. After a while, you just knew that the uh, flag smashers didn't matter. Uh, right. It was all. It was all about Zemo. Everything's about Zemo. I kind of miss Zemo right now. But uh, on, who did want Zemo dancing with Loki? I mean, it, it would oh, definitely be a sight to be seen. Or is that such white European power going on at once? (laughs) We couldn't better take it. (laughs) Oh, man. But I'm... God, folks, I'm sorry that this, this, this this review is nutty. But this whole episode was nutty. Because it's like, without the timekeepers... Ravonna got captured way too easy, in my opinion. I feel like when she... And then somebody said something like, maybe she wanted to die. Maybe she wanted to get... Maybe she was trying to egg Sylvia and be like, end this, please. I want to get this. Again, it it could be revealing back to the idea that maybe she's actually trying to save them because whenever... uh, Whenever Loki first went down and then, you know, we see him wake up to the other Lokis... You know, maybe Ravona has a different, uh, uh, what do they call it, pursing thing? Yeah, maybe she got a plan that's, she working a long plan. Right. Because I to figure out wherever the hell did Loki go to. Um, I don't know if it's Limbo, because maybe they're at a halfway point. Because they did make the color in his body leave. Right. He's not probably quite in hell or their version of it in Norse mythology. 
he has to give something to be able to have this level of uh, uh, soul return. Yeah, something is. He's gonna. It, this is where the journey, the journey is truly about to start, and it's just two episodes. And yeah. it's just, I God damn it, I need more. Like I need this to be. I ain't gonna say stretched out, but those better be two hour episodes, right? Like I, I'm, I'm, I'm a little. Sh- I was a little shocked whenever it's like, yo, there's still so much storyline. Like, how are you guys going to wrap this? I don't want to wait till a season two of Loki. I just well, want to get everything that I need now and then be able to no. choose to care later. No, 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 Giff. <laughs> hey, you, don't you know how this works? They already announced the season two. So we're, not gonna, we're, we're barely going to make we're barely going to make comprehensible sense at the end of this season. Yo. We're going to be back fools because I don't even, I'm just going to say, I don't think we meet exactly who is the big bad behind this. I still don't trust old Loki uh, or, or, or terrible cosplayer Loki, if you will, because man, he right. got old suit on. Uh, got kid Loki, crocodile Loki. Uh, I guess they call him boastful Loki. Mm. I saw, I, I looked at him as if Thor and, and and I don't know a giant black dude mingled together with Loki, they got You're that funny because <laughs> he got a he got his own golden hammer. <laughs> Let this man collect in peace. He's not harming <laughs> nobody. But man, I just I, I I'm interested in what he could do. He look like he had to mess some shit up. Honestly, he don't look like he's about playing tricks and games. Well. I mean, look, it's, 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 yeah, you got to have that one person who's actually going to be straight up. But shout out to Feige, though, for just slipping in the old original, like all the costumes. Feige, like, all right, I work for Brian Singer. We use the costumes. We're using all the damn costumes. Right. Okay. Like, you want Loki? You're getting every single Loki. All the versions, all the versions. So, final thoughts, man. Like, what do you like? Where are you? Where do you stand with this series right now? What do you? Where do you think this goes? So, I, I for me, it, like I said, this episode is the f- one that finally has me all the way intrigued and awake because now we're seeing a million different directions. Of course, you know, while I, I think it's it might be too low for it, but even the opportunity of getting the Thanos moment with Kang the Conqueror. Seems oh, yeah. so relevant now, especially after with the robots and knowing who Kang was in terms of his relation to the TVA. So, but even with that, I, I'm actually even more so enjoying the story. And, and again, this is why I'm so hung up on the purposes of the Lokis, but understanding and hearing the different types of Lokis and exactly why they exist and how they what they mean to the timeline. Because you know, we're it's it's literally and figuratively setting up. Everything. So I, I'm I I I liked the series going into this. Now I am intrigued and loving the series from this uh, halfway point on. I, I I'm staying on it in so many weird ways. Like I'm gonna say this. This is gonna sound crazy. I like the one. I think the series I can rewatch the most easily is Falcon and Winter Soldier, just because it's straightforward. Right. It's in Louisiana, y'all. Look, I'm sorry. That shrimp boat means a lot. <laughs> just, <laughs> I, I am unnaturally gonna put it number one, but I'm not gonna lie. 
in a strange way, I can see myself easily rewatching Loki. Like right. it's giving me enough. It's giving me a lot, but it's giving me nothing at the same time. It is pulling off a weird ass magic trick. Right. <laughs> like it's pulling the Loki. I love it and I hate it at the like I don't hate the series, but I'm not pleased with it. But I want more. <laughs> like, right. I'm frustrated. Like <laughs> I, I guess this will change in the next two episodes, and my mind is blown or something. I forgot but who like, it was that said it. I think the lady who created who's miss who missed minute said like episode four on is going to just completely freak you out. Because this is the beginning. Like, look, you can't get any freakier than a than a dead space lizard head is that is an animatropic or whatever thing rolling mm-hmm. on the ground. And he's like, all right, I know in superhero world, no setup, no fight is that easy. Like, I know the minute men suck, but come on. Right. That was way too like, all right, haha, you got me. <laughs> okay. No, okay. Why? Why? I'm like, okay, Sylvie, you better watch. Like, you better get out that room or something. You better watch, literally watch take that hostage. Because I think I don't know if Sylvie get out that room. I guess we are gonna see how they pick up. But where I is mean, she? Because technically, where I, can she go unless she get a tip? Well, well, you got to remember. Also, B B15 is still just on the ground, passed out. So if she's able to get up, uh, she still has some loyalty trust within the TVA. So. I Sylvie. think unless her Sylvie gonna have to jump through a door, they're gonna have to open something up because uh I don't think you could just hang in that room and be chilling. Right. Like, trust that room. Right. <laughs> De- so, definitely feel scarce. Yeah, like I just don't know. Like, I don't know. I just can't put my damn finger on the TVA and I and I'm just I'm 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 frustrated because I have no logical idea. Where this possibly can go? Like I said, I still strong believer. I mean, oh, that needs to be they're they're England of the of the seventeen hundreds. You said they're doing what with the seventeen hundreds? I said they're England from the seventeen hundreds. Yeah, like you... masters of the sea. In their case, it's just the uh, the master of uh, of uh, of the deception. So. Yeah. I'll say, and you know what I wanted though before Loki got zapped. Do you think that he was going to reveal that he loved Sylvie? Yes, I think it's because Lokis don't know what not platonic being a platonic friendships are. So the concept of being together equates immediately to romance. Romance, but I think the reality is, is obviously that they're just getting to know each other in different levels, so they create a connection. I, 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 he was going to kiss the hell out of her. I do too. To another question. I think so. I don't know if somebody said, okay, is it wrong to, because movies made me laugh. It's like, only you. And I think I said this. Yeah, of course Loki would fall in love with himself because he's Loki. He's a narcissist right. maniac. Like, right. nobody right. else can satisfy him but him. But it's him with a twist. You know? But it's uh, I guess my mind, my mind, is this wrong? <laughs> like, if you were to meet the opposite sex of yourself in another alternate dimension, is it wrong to fall in? Like, does that like break the timeline? <laughs> I don't. Fall- be- <laughs> <laughs> like, 
Like, don't that damage something? Like, if this was Back to the Future, like, you can't even see yourself. And, like, you can't talk to yourself. In Back <laughs> or shit might blow up. Or it's like crossing the streams and Ghostbusters. Right. So, how the hell are you going to almost, like, get ready to tongue yourself down? I mean, look, you know, it's the physical depiction. It's a slightly different story. I mean, you guys are, you know, of the same ilk, but you're not really the same. So, that's why it counts. It, it's okay. You know, it's it's not as narcissistic as they try to make it out to be. I mean, yeah, self-love is important, but... <laughs> I'm just saying, I don't know, man. Like, oh. I, I don't know. like, I, and this funny thing, I think it's it's kind of weirdly sweet that yeah. this two evil megalomaniacs fall in love with each other. I don't know. Like, I'm kind of, I guess, what, and that's kind of all that I like about it. Like, I think I like it. Yeah, I like the inclusion of Sylvie because I guess both, you know. It would have been cool to get that tick for tack with Mobius and Loki, and they they gave us a lot of that. But the series, the series, the series did not go the way I thought it was gonna go from the trailer, and right. that's I, I'm fine with that. Yeah, yeah, it's been far more interesting than the trailer led on to be. Because I just thought it was gonna be like, ah, oh, it's Loki here, it's Loki this episode, Loki this new Loki episode. Like, nope, this all blends together. And I have to say, I artistically, I like how everything looks. And I mean, I'm liking the journey more than I'm liking what's actually substantial. What typically <laughs> would be turning you on like the action and the driving, but it's yeah. really just being able to chill. It's it's like a weird I like I just like visually looking at all the foolishness that's going on. Yeah. But so far, do I think this is going to be the best series? I don't know. But, like, it's just like how Wanda drew you in and wouldn't let you go. But mm-hmm. I can watch WandaVision again. There's no need for me to watch it ever, ever, ever. Because you got the mystery already. Yeah. Ever again. And we fell for the bullshit <laughs> that they were doing <laughs> between you know, Mephisto and possible, like, yeah, they, you know, they're WandaVision, because they hit us with that double, they started that double whammy with the mutants mm-hmm. and the goddamn, goddamn Mephisto, because Wanda's story runs through both. Oh, man, that's rough. <laughs> but, you know, and poor Sam, I just feel like, yep, we cared about Falcon for a little while, now we don't care no more. Well, see, I think, again, I think it goes back to something. I think you said this before. It's the outside the realm, inside the realm, outside the realm, inside the realm. You know, uh, basically, like, now it's just the agreement to actually, I don't know, make. But I guess, real talk, which, which, what are you more excited? The next two episodes of Loki or uh, the release of the Black Widow movie? Next two episodes of Loki. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's not even a close. Like I don't even have to think about that. That was too easy. Because <laughs> <laughs> like I know I might wind up seeing it. I may. I asked my wife. Like I'm asking my wife. Like, do you want to see it? Yeah. Like you know, like if somebody sleep me a bootleg, I'm gonna watch it at home. All right. I'm, I'm saying, like you, you're not gonna stop me from <laughs> utilizing the house, but like. 
you know, still, you, you want to be able to pay attention, get all the proper clues. Look, I'll watch it at home. I'm not necessarily dying to see it in the theaters. Right. I, I mean, I'll look uh-huh. in the theater just so I don't have to deal with the premium prices, but again, it, it's really oh, been out of sight, out of mind. Real talk. I'm not, look, I'll go to the theater before I pay $30 for this Facts. guy. Like, Facts. no. I'll just go at a time when hopefully nobody's, or oh, I'm just going to get a seat. I'm going to pick the seat where I'm alone. Mm-hmm. Everybody, I will pick the end seat on the left side where I always go where nobody's on the left of me. <laughs> Interesting. I, I have all of the staircase stairwell by me. Oh. <laughs> stay left. Yeah, you know, I just stay left because the right people, you know, I don't know, people always enter in from that side or I just know where to go where it's like, all right, I'll be left alone maybe here and depend on what theater. You know, shout Word. out to my cousin because he, he's a big uh, Black Widow fan or I should say he calls her White Day. Uh, mm. Shout out. So he's he's going to go. He Like I asked him months ago, like, are you going to the theater? He's like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> like, Next question, I'm like, okay, my bad. <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, I ain't there. Like, I feel like, you know, leading into what well, before we wrap up, I rather see. I might just say my theater going for Snake Eyes. Like the Snake Eyes trailer got me. Right. Like Black Widow. Uh, it, it just it, it it never felt right, and from what the reviews are saying beforehand, it seemed to be justified. The reviews sound like it's kind of like low key garbage. Like, right. Yeah. Like right. it's going to probably be better than say Wonder Woman 1984, which is sad when I thought like the reverse that was going to blow out Black Widow. Now Black Widow is going to probably win by default. Right. Because it ain't like this movie is probably going to still be well done enough. It ain't going to be an incoherent slop fest. But it's like the only thing this show is supposed to probably do. Is pass off the torch to the new Black Widow, which is her, you know, pretend sister. That's what right. all that might come out of this story. And I don't know if that's good enough. I guess we'll see. We'll find out. I might just go for the dude who plays Hopper, who plays uh, Red Guardian, just to see him flop around in the suit and try to fight. Right. <laughs> Before he's abused in a. Uh, Stranger Things, because he's going to get abused. Of Stranger course, things, uh, of course. Hopper, Hopper is a is is a real woke. Real, he's a he's a prisoner or a slave or a prisoner on a railroad team for the Russians right now, and he's random. Not, so like, so so much random. <laughs> like, and he got to run from the Demogorgon too. They probably still want to kill him mm. for some. So Something who knows, right? So, but like this, he's gonna be less tortured in this Marvel movie than what is gonna happen in Stranger Things. Because that's funny. I don't. I feel like Hopper. One of them ain't gonna. Somebody ain't gonna make it. <laughs> Hopper I didn't mean, really make it. Somehow he's alive. Yeah, he's someone's gotta dead. go. Yeah, somebody's gotta go, and I, I'm gonna put my money on Hopper being one of them. Man, I'll, I'll take you guys up on it. <laughs> So, uh, well, that's our thoughts so far on episodes three and four. We're confused as hell. Uh, <laughs> we don't know if Black Widow is worth watching. Like, it don't have, it just don't feel like it got no fanfare. Right. I mean, I know there's some people going to be all up on it. 
You know, Why didn't maybe. you let me know? You didn't say anything before. Look, that's what they do. I'm just like, I'm just like, it's there. It's gonna happen this weekend. If it's, if I'm out, it's actually a day I'm off. <laughs> I got an extra Friday off because I'm not working Fourth of July. We're off, so I get another holiday. So I might just be like, you know what, F it. Yeah. You know, hey, baby, you want to go see? You know, we're both off. Whatever we need to go see. Like, look, if I can go do the matinee of it. I'll go watch it. Word. Word to that. So, again, y'all, this has been our time. Uh, if you're listening, the sale starts July 2nd. I know it pops up real quick. We had a sale all month, you know, July, you know, June. But sale starts July the 2nd through the 5th, and then it comes back at the end of the month this time. So your wallet get a little break. But if you got money to spend... And you hear this? Go to www.blerd-ish.com. That's www.flutters.com. Buy some shirts. Uh, hopefully, the book store is good and running. If not, you know, just holler at me if you see something you need to order. I'm out. You know, people, thank you, Mississippi. Y'all have took all my inventory on some stuff, so I got to update some of that eventually. Uh, but of course, shirts, grab them. They're back on sale, thirty five percent off. Um, and of course, go there, list all our podcasts, check out our affiliates, different things. Give what you got coming up. Give, yeah. So, what you got coming up still? So, really, the main focus now is just on the Olympics. So we're just getting ready to get down there. We got three weeks, and uh, it's just getting to prep in. Um, trying to get a couple more interviews before the podcast. Trying to flex on my already uh, of, of of the few. Uh, actually, you know, it's really nice to for the podcast grow rugby that we have three of the Olympians that got selected um, for Canada and Team USA, respectively. Um, so. Uh, you know, use lean on them to go and uh, see if we can get some more of these guys beforehand. And um, yeah, yeah, man, that's that's our main focus. Just getting ready for that Olympics, man. Man, look, I I'm actually I'm more excited for the Olympics than I am um, Black Widow. Like, yeah. I haven't felt excited <laughs> for the Olympics in a long time. Like, I wasn't that excited last year. Was uh, last time it was in China, right? Uh, or was yeah. that no? That was it was in China in 2012. Okay, 2016 it, was uh 2016. Was it... 2016, I think it was Brazil. Or was it... Yeah, it was in Rio. It was in Rio, right? Rio was pretty setting, but it was kind of not that memorable. Well, it had some memorable stuff. A lot of swimming. It was a lot of good swimming, right? Rio. Uh, and Ryan this... Lochte getting oh messed God. up. Him getting tapped on the wrist and being called a good boy when he's like um like thirty five, right? Kissing all over the walls, like <sighs> oh god, ah uh, you now I remember what I out about the typical ugly American like this dude literally defaced stuff and pissed. It's like oh, it's just boys being boys. No, 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 that's your people. That's right. Where I, that's right. Yo, your grown ass men. Like, you know, like, come on. Like, he's not a teenager, folks. Right. 
And he won't be in this Olympics, will he? No, no, I don't think so. I think he's he's done or at least unable to qualify. I think the talent pool has literally gone up, no pun intended. <laughs> we don't need him pissing in the pool again. <laughs> you know, just all right, but uh basically but shout out to all the ladies from the uh you know the US track team, Shikari, if I'm saying it right, man, she's right. smoking you know smoking uh track star at LSU out of Dallas, Texas. Mm-hmm. So shout out to her, man, and just I love seeing the respect that she getting. You know, it's been not it's been way more positive and negative. I'm just gonna say this for all you dickheads out there who are hating on this lady, shut the hell up. Like yeah, I don't even get it, but I, I never do. It's, it, it never it's makes sense the, to the level of hate. I've seen just people like I don't care if what a person look like, this that this person is for one, it's a mark, it's one of the it's like the marquee event of the Olympics, usually. The one hundred track, is, yeah. Track one hundred is that is that event event. And like Man, she said, she's a chick. So if it wasn't the second week of if it wasn't the second week of the Olympics when that was happening, I'd stay so I could go use these media passes to go to it. But yeah, it's too far down the line. So I can't wait to watch it from a distance. Say, look, man, if she could be if she can win the one hundred, because Americans haven't won the one hundred in a while, right? Yeah, the Jamaicans have really, really Jamaican. owned that. If she could go there and beat the Jamaican track team. Oh, done. Oh man, she is a cemented in life. She will be a superstar. Book it, y'all. Get to yeah. know her. And root for her because Word. It ain't just America. Like you know, I don't care about you know. For the most part, if it's America, or whatever, I'm just rooting for right. the young. But yes, the fact that you know she's right from she's right from the state next door. She's from the south. She's being herself. You know, she's not everybody's cup of tea. But to be that and to be at a top level level athlete. Show some, like, you know, show a little, show a little love, y'all. For Just y'all a tad love bit. To go. Especially, again, it, especially in a sport that, while it gets attention, is not always the most profitable, but she really broke into the lineups, and I think she, like you said, she's just starting and developing, and you're going to see her more yeah. and more in kids' stuff. Shout out to Simone Biles. Shout out to the, the, the U.S. gymnastics team. I think it's represented by all black women. Uh, well, not no, no, not all black women, just a lot of them, just a lot, yeah. So, but you know, shout out to the young lady, uh, I think also from Texas who's representing in some of the swimming events. So, man, to see these wonderful black women and athletes represent your country and not far from where you're at, show them some love and show them some respect and quit bullshitting out there, y'all. Word, you know, just gotta just say that. And one more crack at some other weird people, uh. Back to the nerdy stuff. The people who hate Amber from Invincible, y'all are insufferable for for real. <laughs> like fucking insufferable. Like I can't, you know. It's just God. Whatever did not want you in high school, fellow fellow blurs, let it go. Oh my gosh, Intel, look, white Intel nerds, let it go, man. <laughs> it's just blurs. It's everybody like. Whatever Ashy do who butt hurt over the woman who didn't want you there, remind you of Amber. You, if you grown, 
Like, I get it. If you're still in your early 20s, man, I ain't going to knock you as bad. But if you are anywhere, if you 30, there you go. There you go, man. There's plenty of fish in the goddamn sea. Find somebody that's for you. All right? Loki can find somebody for him, even if it's a clone of himself or a variant of himself. He found love. You can find it too, y'all. Like, sorry, I just look, I'm tying it all in, but it's just like, oh, the Amber memes, dog. It's just been like, oh my God. It's so funny. Like, y'all were, look, and it's just funny. Like, people, and people be in these groups and just were posted out of blue nowhere. It's a terrible one going on. Like, they show him all beat up when Amber is showing him out. It's the same art. It's that art style that do these little, like, uh, hipster memes or something. Mm-hmm. So, and then, then all of a sudden he's like all massively swole when he's like, hey, let's go save the world. And Adam, Adam Eve is yes. Y'all, y'all missing the point. I made the point in one group. Adam Eve told that dude, if you don't speak up, either say it or stay single. It ain't going to work out. Right. I just need some of our fellow dudes to listen. Look here, y'all. Take it from us. My homie here, Gift. He got he he's he's engaged. He's about to be married. He he has ascended. He has heard. All right. He has heard to listen to his woman. All right. I've been married for I don't know how many years now. My wife has been in my life since I was 20 years old. She's been there half my life, literally. I'm trying to stay there, man. Like uh, if y'all learned shit from this whole Loki review. <laughs> Listen to me ramble on about this damn drop this goddamn nonsense. It ain't helping you. It ain't. It ain't helping none of these conversations. Like right. I literally go into these groups and I'm gonna take y'all your last. I'm like, it's it's one of those you guys. You guys are just doing too much, and, and not in the right way. Gift. I take my tin pat and I escape like Sylvie, man. <laughs> I it's I I take that door and I get the hell out of there. I'll be like, oh God. Yes, indeed. So y'all, that's been my time. That's my ending nonsensical rant as we talk about this nonsensical weird ass show that we kind of love and frustrated by, at least on my end. <laughs> the perfect combination, <laughs> of course. The perfect combination. It is it is destructive. It's beautiful. It's I don't know what it is. It's it's apocalyptic, but artistically done, and it's nerve wracking, but it's fun. Right, right. But amber beans or not? <laughs> yeah. So we gonna let y'all go. I'm gonna say good night. Uh, basically, uh, where people can find you, Gif? Uh, you guys can find me on all platforms at Gift Time Rugby. G I F T T I M E rugby um and yeah or yeah and yeah yeah that's the best one gift time rugby again you can find me at www.blerd-ish.com i'm keith cooper on facebook we got the blurtish facebook page uh we have i'm blurred period ish on ig twitter i pretty much neglect twitter don't even don't even worry about Twitter. Just hit me up on IG. Eventually, I'll be get my Twitter game up. But you know, just I don't tweet. Like all I'm, a, you basically everything you can see on Twitter that I would tweet, you're gonna find through the website. 
you're gonna find through IG. Don't even torture yourself. Right. I don't. <laughs> I, I, I'm bad about it, but it's there. It gets you into an endless loop, time loop to go back to the website and to listen there you to the So, just like Loki and Sylvie, you know, we're trapped in this terrible, terrible loop. So, I'm going to get ready to say goodnight and everything has been fun and we're going to say peace. Peace.